passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you for the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming with our exclusive offer. The holidays went by so quickly, and did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? How about the Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped? It's just the thing that every guy needs in their life to make every day a little more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, it also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer and 20% off free shipping with the Bubba code. Again, insert Bubba as your code. Your balls and your lady will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with manscaped this valentine's day hey what's going on welcome to Artie lang's halfway house and uh my guest in the halfway house today is uh, a classic a radio classic one of the best radio nicknames of all time and just a good guy a guy i got to know doing the stern show at sirius and um just a good man bubba the love sponge what's up bubba Artie. How I one thank you so much for having me, but two, it's just so good to hear your voice. I've been worried about you, worried sick, and I just, I mean, just to hear your voice makes me smile, my friend. Uh, thanks. Yeah, you too. Likewise, I'm doing better, and uh, you know, I got this podcast going. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm. You know, I'm doing good. I kind of had to reinvent myself after. You know, I got caught up in some more shit, and you know, the Hogan tape was some shit, and I don't right, even know. I don't right. even know that I've talked to you since all, like, since that shit went down. I don't think I have. No, no, not at all. I mean, you know, what the hell happened? Everything. Uh, that was a weird time, man. Put it that way. Well, you know, first of all, just having been down here, you know, Tampa's the fucking Wild West when it comes to fucking. You know that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, Tampa. Remember, the, I mean, remember the one time, Artie, when we had the big ass boat and I had the Akira stripper? No, the Akira porn star. Now, she wasn't even a yeah. porn star yet. She wasn't even a porn star. And she all she wanted to do was to fuck you. And you're like, you wouldn't even do it. <laughs> I'm like, Artie. Well, that, was co- that was complicated. Well, yeah, it's hard to tell what the fuck you were really going through. But I'm just saying, she there, here was a girl that ended up being the biggest porn star in the world, Akira, that wanted Artie more than anything, and Artie Flat told her no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was going with someone on your show, for Christ's sake. Yeah, sakes. but we don't keep score like that. Fuck it. What's mine, yours, <laughs> buddy? Come on. Fuck. No, no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that uh, 
that attitude. Yeah, absolutely. I think Spice Boy was a little more jealous, and I'm all about just whatever. Spice Boy, I think, was had her a little more locked up, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Spice Boy, you know, he. I actually mentioned it to him, and he's like, uh, and that, <laughs> that wouldn't be that great. You should have blew a call into me, and I would have been like, like you said, the Westies, and I would have gotten shit done. <laughs> Yeah, I always said that about the about Bubba's show. Like we were the we were the Gambino family, and they were like the Westies, uh, this wild wild gang that the Gambinos hired to do their hits for. Them. Yeah, everybody knew who you were, but you, I had to go. I had to be the guy to put a bullet in the back of your fucking head and have a stripper squirt. You know. <laughs> Boy, you know that was that was some unbelievable times. I don't even know that we knew how special those times were when we were up in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they they were they were it was it was wild radio. Uh, those first four or five years on the Stern Show uh, at Sirius Satellite, when you guys were down there kicking some ass yourself, uh, it was crazy. Yeah, but I mean the I mean you were living the life of a fucking rock star too. I remember I'd be talking to you and you'd be like, "Yeah, I got a, like a double shot in Atlantic City for two fifty, and I got a fucking this <laughs> and a that," and I'm like, "What?" You're like, yeah, I'll do a buck twenty-five on a Friday and then a buck seventy-five on a Saturday, <laughs> and fucking bitches and fucking all come. You're like, is that one hundred twenty-five thousand, Artie? You're like, yeah, fucking, that's what they gotta pay me to come in here and you know do some shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was it was absolutely nuts, and uh, you know, to say to say the least, I enjoyed coming down and saying hi to you guys all the time. I remember Atlantic City, we're doing this Bubba Palooza stand-up bullshit, you know. It's just up there, us doing some. It's like a fucking Sonny and Cher variety hour compared to real stand-up comedian shit like you. <laughs> and for some reason, you happen to be in Atlantic City, and Brent comes to me and goes, "Hey, Artie wants to know if he can go up and do a few minutes." I'm like, "Well, fuck yeah! I mean, yeah." So, <laughs> Artie, you got on one, and you were on stage for like an hour and five minutes, and finally I had to come like, "Artie, these motherfuckers want to see that or some bullshit. Can you get on? Can you get on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bubba Palooza tour. I remember that. That was at uh, you guys took over the backstage. It looked like a Stones concert backstage. Oh yeah, we had alcohol and whores and just everything. We never really big on. We were never big on the. Well, Brent was big on the coke, but we. I, I was big on the whores, nonetheless. <laughs> Boy, this is honest radio. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, I mean, what, what do you expect? This isn't some bullshit. This is Bubba and Artie. I've been trying to get a fucking hold of you, Artie, since you got out. I really have. Oh yeah, well yeah. I, I've uh, my schedule got complicated when I got out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> Artie, how much does jail? Like, were you in jail? Jail? Like, were you in jail? Jail? Yeah, yeah. For well, real? Not prison, not prison. Jail. Real jail. Like, uh, absolutely. Well, they say that the county jail is worse than the prison. Yeah, the county jail is where I was, and uh, it was Essex County Jail which is really one of the worst in the country. Uh, but I, I had, uh, because of my status as somewhat of a personality that people might know. Uh, bitch, they, you were making a buck 75 a night, bitch. You're a celebrity, please. <laughs> well, that led them to put me in solitary confinement. Oh, that's the worst, uh, though, isn't it? Well, you don't you don't have the chance of getting the shit kicked out of you like in the yard or anything like that. But you got to stay in a cell 23 hours a day. I got out an hour a day. Yeah, but wouldn't you? I mean, you're already fucking laying. You could have like bought some protection from some big guys and been cool out there fucking, you know, fucking running the boys' pockets out in the yard. Come on, Artie. 
Yeah, that that uh, that might have that might have worked, but uh, I I want I'd rather do it the way I did it. And, and so you would you would have rather been in solitary? Yeah, I think so because you you get to do everything on your own. You got your own cell. Uh, you get to you shit get, when you want to shit. You can get you jack to, off? Uh, sure, you could jack off. I jacked off in there. I would have jacked off a lot. Yeah, I jacked off quite a bit, actually. Uh, Were you doing, like, push-ups and shit like that? <laughs> uh, no, not really a lot of exercise. <laughs> the, jacking, the jacking off is probably the most exercise I got. You got. I heard you had striations on your forearms like a motherfucker. I heard you look like Lou Ferrigno, your forearms. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was that kind of thing going on. But um, have you ever been in jail? Well, I I got booked, but they let me out when I killed that hog. When I was when I was I was facing, you know, I I was on trial for that. But they put me in jail, but then they let me out. So I was kind of like in poser. Like I got a mug shot and shit, but I never did any hard time. Was that what was that for? Well, remember we did Bubba's Roadkill Barbecue, and a guy brought a hog down here, and you can and you can fucking kill. It, it, it was a wild boar, and you can you can kill them in Florida. They're a nuisance animal, and so we're like, right. let's kill that motherfucker. And so they killed him, and then we 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 barbecued it and ate it right there in the parking lot. Next oh thing, my god! Yeah, next thing, and I went, Marty. Already, I was facing five years in prison for that really for killing a wild boar yeah li on li live on the air for entertainment purposes third degree felony five fucking years and it went to a jury trial i had to now i don't even know if i mean you've been through some sh yeah you know what you've had to stand there and they fucking give you you the good news too that's pretty nerve-wracking i got to stand there jury the foreman stood up i don't know if you've ever been a jury trial but the jury no. you just i mean you just have some fancy dancy lawyer say you're sorry and they give you a little bit of time that's what you get usually <laughs> That's I, I, did, I did whatever I could do, put it that way. And so I had to sit there. The jury foreman makes you stand up, and then they're like, you know, uh, the state of Florida versus Bubba Clem. The, the jury finds you. And, man, I don't care how big of a stud you think you are when you were waiting for that, for, you know, the jury finds you, you know. Right. And, and, yeah, absolutely. And they were going to take me into custody. The jury found me not guilty of animal cruelty charges because – uh, a professional hunter. I'm, did you know I'm the only guy in the world that's been arrested for the killing of a wild boar? Uh, I could imagine. I, I could imagine that. I mean, a wild boar, who gives a shit? Right. In fact, the guy who killed it just got done trapping it off of a, a person's property that called him, and he got $500 for getting a nuisance animal off their property. He happened to listen, be listening to the radio, and he's like, why would you guys be eating possum and raccoon and all that bullshit? It was Bubba's Roadkill Barbecue when I can bring you a brand-new fucking freshly yippee-yoed hog. He brought it down there. They slit his throat. We fucking barbecued it. We ate it. It wasn't no big deal until the animal rights wait, motherfuckers got a hold of me. Wait a minute. Now, see, this is an example, perfect example of why you guys were the were the Westies. Yeah. You had a thing called Bubba's Roadkill Barbecue. Yeah. And you would eat you would eat roadkill. Well, it was for Metallica tickets. So these fucking white trash down here in Florida will do anything for Metallica tickets. Okay. <laughs> and so that's like that's Billy Joel in Madison Square Garden all day for you fucking New Yorkers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so. So we're like, listen, go find dead animals on the road, and we're going to fry them up, and you fuckers are going to eat them for Metallica tickets. So we're all ready for that. We had, like, three dead squirrels, a couple raccoons, some shit like, like an armadillo, some shit that people oh. would find on the fucking road. And we wanted to be as disgusting as it could be. And all of a sudden, here comes this hunter. He's like, I got a real fresh, you know, this motherfucker's still in the cage, mad as hell. 
And he goes, you know, <laughs> I'll kill it because he's that. He was the hunt. Artie, I never even. I was in the in the studio the entire time. I never even went out to the parking lot, and they still put me in jail. I was going to say, what about the guy that actually killed it? No, he what went to jail, it? too. I mean, he got a fucking rest. He was right there shoulder to shoulder with me facing chargers, and so was Brent. Brent was facing charges, and so was another dude. We are all facing five years. When was this? This was in 2001. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even uh, know uh, each other. Yeah, that's before us then. You might have been working on the shores back then, fucking, you know, flim flamming, fucking, you know. The sports book back in the day. 2001, I had the cushiest life ever. I was on a sitcom in L.A. and uh, Oh, just uh, killing it. As a supporting actor. And it was like, you know, sometimes I'd have one line, one line in the whole episode, and I'd, I'd make 35 grand for the week. With whores and, uh, and just, just, just all <laughs> kinds. Where are the whores the best, Artie? Where are the best whores? Well, probably in the, probably in the Florida area. I'd well, say Tampa, besides, Miami. like you know, I've not traveled like you. Like, how's Austin, Texas? Austin, Texas. I never had a whore in Austin, Texas. No. I couldn't. Tell you. How about Dallas? I, I've been there. Dallas never had a whore in Dallas. You are. Is this, is this lying already? Where's my fucking Artie laying at? <laughs> Vegas. It, it, it's, oh, it's, I've heard the Vegas stories. Yeah, yeah, Vegas is nice. I think the last uh, time I saw you at Ruth Eckerd Hall, one of your one, part of your standup routine was a, the whores in Vegas, if you remember right. That yeah, was, that was part of your deal. That was that was part of your act about the whores in Vegas. About how you got to make them clap their hands so they don't yeah, see them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, these two these two hookers I had up in my uh, in my hotel room. They were like stripper hookers. Right. They were uh, a nice quality, and uh, I. Uh, I, I had to go take a shit, and I said to them, could you clap your hands? I want to play a game. Clap your hands. When they're clapping their hands, they can't steal nothing. Right, and you're listening while you're shitting, and as long as they're clapping their hands, they're not taking your Roly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you were, uh, never, you were never a Rolex kind of guy, though. No, no, no. But I, 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 I had decent watches, but I never had a Rolex. What was your what was your biggest like flashiest like you don't come across real flashy, Artie. That's why that's why when we were all in the whole Howard world, you and I kind of like we we didn't really hang out, but we kind of appreciated each other because we're both kind of dudes, dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd be driving a fucking yeah. bulldozer, and you could be unloading on a forklift down there at the Jersey Shore. Some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I, I always know that I was only just one bad joke away from going back to loading trucks and ships. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, but, but, uh, I don't know. I, I had a Cartier watch. That was pretty nice. Yeah. You don't seem like a Cartier guy though. You know, Cartier no. seems a little, fa- <laughs> a little fancy for you, doesn't it? Yeah. It's fancy as hell. Plus me. you don't like France anyway. Didn't you get fucking, didn't you get screwed over in France? I, I got arrested in Paris. See, Mark, Artie, I know more about you than you. I hear all these fuckers you have on these podcasts. They don't even know you like I do, buddy. I'm your real buddy. Fuck those guys. That's true. No one ever really, really asked me about that, but I got arrested in Paris for uh, for actually fighting. Talk about slitting a wild boar's throat. I actually fought a gendarme, a cop in Paris I got into a fight with. <laughs> they arrested me for public drunkenness. Imagine that. And, uh, yeah. And the, the, the Parisian cop said to me, he goes, if you, just have, if, if you just have alcohol in your system, everything's fine. If you have drugs, you have to go away. Bye-bye. <laughs> And, go and away, bye-bye. Go away, bye-bye. And you're like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. I, go away, yeah. bye-bye doesn't work where I come from, motherfucker. And, and thank God I had no drugs in my system. It was just alcohol. So they, and, they, they uh, make you do like a piss test and stuff? 
Yeah, I had to do a piss test, and uh, it came back clean for drugs, but yes, for alcohol. So they made me stay the night in jail. So I spent the night in a Parisian jail. Is it pretty? Is it bougie? Is a is French jail bougie? Or I mean, it has no. to be better than Sussex. <laughs> Not at all. It was worse than Essex. Really? Uh, yeah, because it was like one of the oldest jails in the world. Like uh, <laughs> like Ponce de Leon stayed in this jail for a night. It was really uh, a, a wild ride, you know. I had to stay in there overnight, and I said, if I have to do real time in here, I'm never going to make it. Because I had one guy in the cell with me who was this, like, 90-year-old French guy. And he was, like, the Otis of Paris. He was a town drunk. And he just used to let himself in and out of the jail. He would just lock himself up. And uh, they trusted him. And he uh, he was sleeping right next to me. And I'm like, this is fucking... <laughs> This is really. I come to Paris and I get fucking arrested. Now, were you were you in Paris to do a gig or just in Paris to to fuck around? I was there to see Springsteen as his was, guest, weren't you? Well, I, I was. I got backstage and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, Springsteen kind of knew me through other people at the show. Did it, did but, word uh, get back to Bruce that, that you were fucking locked up? Well, here's what happened. Like Springsteen had called. There's a famous story. Springsteen called me at home when I was trying to get off heroin, and uh, he really helped me do that. Uh, that phone call meant a lot to me. And I see Springsteen at the after show, uh, and I say, "Hey, man, I think I beat alcohol and I beat I beat drugs." And he gives me a hug and he goes, "That's really great, man. That's great. Good news, you know." And 20 hours later, I was in jail for public drunkenness. So here you are bragging to the boss that you're Johnny Superclean and you're fucking already back in jail because you're fighting some fucking Pierre motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and I said, I said, "Oh God, what if what if Springsteen hears about this? I'm sure he will." And uh, it lasted, yeah, it lasted about 18 hours. That uh, that. Now, did doubt. they just say, "Okay, listen, American, get the fuck out of here," or did you actually go through some kind of like you know court system deal? No, it was, it was like they were real super gangster. They said, you know, look, you're just going to spend the night in jail, and then at 9 a.m. tomorrow we'll let you out, and you can leave just on your own recognizances. And uh, I, uh, I, I actually got my shirt torn off during the fight, and I was shirtless the whole time. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine I'm shirtless in jail with this public with this public drunk and uh, in Paris, France, so they wouldn't even give me something. Like I said, you got something I could wear it outside? No, I had to get a cab. I had to try to get a cab. I'm hailing a cab with no shirt on in Paris at 9 o'clock in the morning on a weekday. And like that doesn't stand out some fat guy from Jersey with no shirt on in Paris, right? <laughs> and they got all these Louis Vuitton and Cartier shit. And, you know, some fat guy that formerly had a wife beater on is now fucking all of his hair's hanging out like a fucking Sasquatch. I look terrible, man. I look terrible. I, I look the direct opposite of like a Sasson commercial. Oh yeah, this is complete. You were the before, like you know, you were like the before the before picture, before the makeover. <laughs> it's right. It's funny you said that. I used to make a lot of money being a before picture. But um, yeah, so so I, I'm out there with my hand up in the air trying to get a cab. Finally, no I get shirt, a cab. no shirt on. No shirt on, shirtless. And I know you're a hairy motherfucker, too. I mean, you're from Jersey. All Jersey guys, you know, look like they got a pelt, you know? Well, sort of, but I'm, I'm half German, so that's uh, the, the Italian side is hairy. The German side isn't. 
But I, uh, I, yeah, so I finally got a cab, and the cab driver's like, what's wrong with you, Monsieur? Like, uh, <laughs> You're like, where do I start? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I got no time to make small talk. Because you take me to the hotel. I was staying at the Hotel Lutetia. I'll never forget that. And the guy knew where it was, but it took like a half an hour to get there because of the traffic. It was just, it was brutal, man. And I'm in the back of a cab now, shirtless. The nope. whole time, shirtless. <laughs> And you know how people are looking at me like, what is that fucking guy up to? What What is that guy up to? Yeah, get a garbage bag or something and put it over yourself. Now, what are the chicks like in, in, in France? Are they, you know, are they bougie? Are they fuckable? What? Well, I was there with my fiance. Oh, so. that's right. No disrespect to her. No, that's all right. Don't worry about it. But that was like three fiancés ago, though, wasn't it? Yeah, no, this, this is a while ago. This is a while ago. And uh, so I couldn't See, tell you. you but tell, hear... Hey, you tell horror stories just like I do. You never really put a fucking definitive date on it so that no other current bitches can tag you down on the deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do that with my books, too. I'm like, you know, what's the statute of limitations on this story? Oh, I know. I've been finding myself, you know, because I, 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 this week on the air, I was talking about how I got this 15-year-old pregnant. When I was in Terre Haute, Indiana, what? what? But this was in ba- this was back in 1986. Okay, how old were you? I was 20, and she was 15, but she was driving, and I, I blasted the shit out of her, and she's got pregnant, and I'm like, well, how how old are you? And she's like, I'm uh, 15, and I'm like, well, how the fuck are you driving to my house every day? She's like, my mom lets me borrow the car. And I and I come fuck you, and I'm like, and that was in '86. I don't think they can get me on shit. Like, can they get me? Did I just fuck myself? Am I going to Terre Haute Federal? No, no. I think at 50, that was that 1986. You know, 25 yeah. years ago. You're fine. Yeah, I hope. Well, Artie, I'm not taking legal advice from you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> when Artie Lang says you're fine, you might want to get a double opinion. <laughs> Where are you from? You're from Ohio, right? No, fucker. I'm I'm a Hoosier. I'm a fucking Hoosier. Okay, Indiana. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Hoosier, buddy. Digger, now, what happened? When, when, did you, when did you break away from uh, from satellite radio? When when did you stop? Um, uh, eleven. No, no, eleven going into twelve. They uh, are. Right. When did you? When did you get? When did you get leave? Two thousand nine. I left. Oh, so I was there a couple years after you. Yeah. And it, and it got to be where you know we're doing good and and Howard's cool and and everything and then. Greenstein comes uh, to my agent, and they were paying us a million bucks. They were paying the show. They were paying me one million bucks, and I had to distribute. Right. I had to distribute that out to amongst everybody, you know. Right. And, and right. you know, Spice Boy was like make, and and we had like another. We were making like another two million on. Remember, we were doing regular radio. Yeah. So we were doing like you know I was fucking balling pretty good. And, That's nice. Uh, and the boys were making like the guys were making like a buck eighty. Manson was making like. 500 and and I wow. was and I was making like, you know, a million. And 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 Sirius paid us, you know, a million base and and so they come to me and we're doing good. I, th- I think we're doing good. They everybody likes us. We're doing good and they're like uh, Scott Greenstein says it's it's 200,000 the, the new contract is 200,000 take it or leave it. Like there's there's Oh my god. And, and I'm like a- an 80% pay- what do we do? And they're like, well, you're not doing, you haven't done anything. You're killing it. You're, you know, phone calls are up, fucking this and that. And I'm like, and then, you know, I talked to Howard and Howard was, uh, I'm just going to be honest. When the day I interviewed with Howard, when he, in, in 05, before we started, right. he said, listen, right. and he, and he was completely upfront about it. And I don't know if he ever had this conversation with you or not, but he's like, listen, 
I'll stick up for you when I can, but you work for them, not me, and don't ever, ever, ever involve me about a contract or money dispute. I, that's right. like, don't ever get me involved into your money business. That's none of my business. I do not want to have, and so I couldn't even really go to Howard on the deal because I'd, you know, I'd, out of respect to him, he, he, you know, specifically said, don't do that. So right. I told them to go fuck themselves. And Variety Magazine actually printed it, Bubba said, go fuck yourself, Scott Greenstein. And then, of course, <laughs> Ned wrote a song about, you know, us fucking Greenstein's dad, and it fucking went just bad. I really, <laughs> I really burned, I don't know if I burned a bridge worse than you did or not, but I fucking, I torched it. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's crazy. From a million to 200,000, you're like, whose wife did I fuck? Jesus Christ. Yeah, and who, or who wants to fuck my wife or whoever? I mean, you know, that, that seems to be in the water right now. Fuck it. <laughs> That seems to be the part. You want to talk about getting fucked, Artie. You tell, listen to this. So, uh, and I'm not going to get into too much specifics, but here's the deal. I got a wife. She's hot as fuck. All right. Hogan's my roommate. He's going through a bad divorce. You know how, I mean, fuck Artie, you know how we roll down here. We're just like, you know, we're like boys and shit. And, you know, my wife always thought Hogan was kind of, you know, cute, whatever. And so we're, him and I are coming home from the dollhouse one night. You know, I get her on speakerphone. She's rubbing her fuck. You know, she's you know, she's just doing. She's rubbing her shit stuff, and it's just one thing led to another. And I let I let Hogan fuck my wife. Okay, right. I mean, okay. okay. Is that I mean, is that any reason I need to be blackballed for the rest of my fucking life? <laughs> I mean, so think about this. Hogan gets a hundred and forty-one million dollars for fucking my wife. My wife leaves me, and she's hooked up with another millionaire. She's, you know, she knows how to fucking pick them. And I right. get left with my dick in my hand, fucking busted, fired, and I'm officially the, you know, I'm that guy who let Hogan fuck his wife. And and he made 141, oh 141 million dollars. I don't get it. How did he do that? <clears throat> well, you and you know who released it, don't you? Spice Boy stole it from me. Oh, okay. Spice Boy stole it, and and yeah. tried to and tried to shop it, and tried to extort Hogan for it. They had a right. F, there was an FBI sting and everything. Oh my God! Yeah, they, what, they, they, so so that is the Wild West. You're crazy. No, listen to this. I mean, there's actually <laughs> I, there's actually a documentary that's being that's in like in the middle of. And when I get it, it's going to be out probably in about a year. I hope I can maybe call you and promote when we get it going. It's called yeah, it's sure. called Video Killed the Radio Star. And and starring Bubba Clem. And, you know, so Spice Boy steals this fucking tape I got. Okay? Now. How's he do that? Well, we we move into these new studios, and I don't have an office. And right. I and my and I had this tape. And listen, I, I'm I got skin in the game. I'm not trying to say that I'm Johnny fucking innocent here. I had the tape. You right. know, my surveillance system got it. I, I probably should have destroyed it. But I didn't. Right. And my lawyer told me to better fucking destroy that thing. <clears throat> so I didn't. And Spice Boy <laughs> fucking stole it. And then he quit. And so then, next thing I know, uh, he there, he's shopping this tape around. And I don't know. I don't even know that the tape is gone because I don't. I don't. I don't go back in my little office area and check my fucking third drawer from the top every day. I don't. You know. I mean, do you go check? Right. Do you go check your shit every day? No. No. Right. 
I mean, you know, so like the guns and all the cool shit that you probably got, Artie, you don't go and check how many fucking AKs you got in the back there, do you? No guns. No, no. So oh, you probably can't have a gun. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. <laughs> I can't have a gun. It's better that I don't have a gun. I, you, it's probably better you don't have a gun. It yeah, probably is. Right. You know what? We, I bet you'd be good with a slingshot, though. Remember those old school slingshot we used to get <laughs> as kids? Yeah, not so, bad. So anyway, uh, Spice Boy steals this motherfucker, and he quits the show. And this is in March of 2012. And next thing you know, uh, in October of 2012, uh, no, in, in, in March of 2012, there's a screenshot on the dirty.com that says, it's a picture of my bedroom. There's a picture. Right. And so Brent, I'm driving to work. This is two weeks after Spice Boy already quit. I'm driving to work. Brent calls me and says, did Hogan ever fuck your wife? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, God. I'm like, Brent, what are you? Now, Artie, I know that this has happened to you. Do you know when you're fucked? Like when you're totally fucked and like your temperature goes up to like, <laughs> like seven degrees instantaneously? Like even oh, yeah. like you know like when you're fucked like like when the cops bust the door down or whatever the fuck you've done in your life, you just know that and you know your body instantaneously just gets like eight degrees hotter, <clears throat> and so right absolutely Brent I'm on my I'm driving to work it's four fucking forty five in the morning and Brent gets here before me and he's you know goes through all the internet and all that bullshit and all the fucking stories and he goes calls me and he said did Hogan ever fuck your wife and I go what are you course what are you talking about like almost like ronnie mund would say what are you talking about and what are you fucking talking about and i go he goes my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get when you're talking through mint mobile i mean i can't believe that i've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when i can get crystal clear and the best mobile through mint mobile and i can do it all for 15 dollars a month when you purchase a three-month plan i can afford this how much have i been paying on my other plan probably getting gouged but it's time to switch to mint mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month to get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash b-u-b-b-a cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba 45 dollars upfront payment required equivalent to 15 a month new customers on first three-month plan only speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans additional taxes fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Well, on the dirty.com, there's a picture of your bedroom with Hogan fucking your wife on the dirty.com. I'm like, oh, my God, Brent, go upstairs and look in my drawer and see if there if there's some discs in there. So he runs upstairs while I'm driving to work, and he's like, nope, there's no discs in there. Well, I knew at that point. I just didn't know who fucking stole it. So, you know, I call the police. Police got to do an investigation. Hogan calls the fucking cops. He's full-blown fucking mad. He's freaked out. And uh, next thing you know, Spice Boy gets a hold of Hogan's people. And Spice Boy actually hires a girl that works at the bank and gives her $800 to go represent the owner of the tape. And they have this oh. big, and they have this big FBI sting. And Hogan was supposed to write a wrote a three hundred thousand dollar dummy check. And then that's when the boys crashed the door down and started, you know, uh, apprehending people. And right. the feds never pressed charges because I was going to be the victim. Really? Yes. So then, listen to this. So they what, don't. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's like a drug dealer getting his drug stolen. You know, like okay. Right, you know, right. you got your sex tape stolen, but you let Hogan fuck your wife, buddy. Right, How much right. of a victim can you be? <laughs> well, I can be. A, I mean, it pretty much sucks to be on my side of the fucking fence over here. So, yeah. so Spice Boy gets they let they don't they don't press any charges, nothing. They said it was going to be an absolute shitstorm of a trial. Fucking pro wrestler, shock jock, fucking hot, big titted wife, stolen this and that. So they, they, they know file it. So Spice Boy then goes, I'm, I'm doing mornings on, the, Spice Boy's doing nights on the same radio station that I'm doing mornings on. And the right. afternoon drive guy, the afternoon drive guy's name's Mike Calta, and they hate me. Of course they hate me because I'm the morning guy and they're fucking afternoon drive. You know who makes all the money. You know, the afternoon <laughs> drive guy doesn't make, I mean, right? Howard made $100 million, I made $1 million. Fuck, that's how it goes. There you go. So there you go. Thank God you're on the $100 million show, buddy. <laughs> Artie, how much were they paying you back in the day? A lot. I was making 900000 a year, I think. That's like pretty that. good, Artie. Yeah. And it was just a big Absolutely. pro. And it was just to promote your fucking stand up shows that you're making a buck 80 on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not right? No, no, times were good. Times were good. God. So, anyway, Spice Boy tells Mike Calta. Well, this tape's no good to me. I mean, you know, I, 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 I tried to shop it. I almost got fucking arrested. So he gives it to Mike Calta. Mike Calta gives it to... I hope that this doesn't ruffle any feathers, and I, ho- I hope that this guy doesn't represent you or nothing. But Tony Burton is the one that walked the tape down to Gawker and hand-delivered it uh, on behalf of Mike Calta. Wow, really? then I And then I got fired because they're like, you don't want a sex tape guy as your morning guy. But they promoted Mike Calta... As the guy, the, the guy who fucking actually distributed the tape is currently doing morning still on the show that used to be mine. Oh, is that the? Is that, I think I know that guy. Yeah, Tony represents him, right? Yeah, Tony represents him. Right, yeah, I know, I know the guy. Because that's yeah, yeah. Don Buckwald's office was being sued as part of it when Hogan sued Cox Communication 
Buckwald's office was was part of the deal. So it's just a big fuck job. It really is. Wow. I got fucked. Jeez. (laughs) You really did. You paid Hogan to fuck you. Yeah, Hogan fucked both of us. He did have a big dick, though. I'll tell you that, man. Flew big old thermos on him. Glad I could hit the sides afterwards. My lord. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. So what happened? So when you then you get a divorce because of that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's not good for the marriage deal, you know. Oh. Hey, hey, honey. You know, you're not the biggest whore in town. <laughs> so what happens after you leave satellite? Where do you, where do you go? You go back to I, morning. I went. I did mornings in Tampa. And, you know, did do I'm, I'm still doing mornings in Tampa and, you know, we're doing we're we're on Twitch, you know, we're 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 scrambling for that digital dollar like everybody else is, you know, bunch of right. fucking bunch of whores out here trying to get fucking podcasting going. <laughs> well, you had a big you had a big uh, uh, following on your website, right? Well, we we still have eight affiliates terrestrially. We still are on eight stations. And, right. you know, we we were huge on Twitch We're we're we got a pretty good. We got a pretty good podcast. Not as good as yours. I've been seeing. God damn, Artie. I mean, just right out of the box, and you're doing 50, 60, 70,000 fucking view. I mean, my Lord, buddy. That's why I had to get on this fucking show to promote my shit. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to have you, man. There's no one better on the radio than you, Bubba. Oh, stop it. I, you know what? Uh, but somebody has told me so many times because, you know, you were, a, you were just unbelievable on Howard. Like, you're a great... Like your role of the second in stand up, you know, smart ass, you know, like just 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 what you do that you and I could do if I could have you if God, you and I would be great together. Oh, <laughs> you don't think we'd be but, great but, together, buddy? Yeah, I think so. I absolutely think so. I'm, I mean, uh, uh, no disrespect to Howard, but I'm I'm different than Howard. I'm I'm a little bit. Hard. I'm a little bit more of a like a dude's dude, you know. I'm like more like you know, no, like, like a long, absolutely. like a longshoreman. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Howard would would probably agree with that with that statement. But it's like you know, when when I first heard Howard was going to hire you guys, Bubba the Low Sponge, I'm like, oh, what are you going to hire a hacky radio guy? And then I heard you. I listened to you, and I'm like, wow, the, the, Howard really does know what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. He, uh, you're you're different than those other guys. I'm telling you what they should better. do. I'm telling you what they're, they're they should do. I'm just fucking telling you right now. I don't know that Sirius XM has a plan post Howard. I mean, you know, Howard only does 100 shows a year. It's an, and by the way, this is not a slide on Howard. I fucking adore Howard. Howard gave me the stage to be to what I have nowadays. So I, this right. is not this is not a, a, a fuck you to Howard by all means. But I don't know that a Sirius XM has a post Howard plan. And I think that inevitably this is probably Howard's last deal, I would think. Yeah, I mean, he'll be 70-something at the end of this deal. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think he's got exactly four years left, maybe three. I don't know. But, you know, he's not he, – He's. He, I don't think he's – I just don't think that he's going to do another deal. So has Sirius XM thought about who's going to replace Howard? And if you think about it, there's only one guy – and and you and I have lived in that world, and I know you're going to be. There's only one guy that was anointed by him, that was handpicked by him, that's similar enough to retain his audience, and has been respectful, and that he actually thinks is good. And that's me. I'm. That's I'm right. I, there's no other motherfucker in the world that can that that would be able to step in there and not rip his shit off, but be enough like him to make people happy. 
Right. No, absolutely. I agree with you. And I here's what I'm saying. If you're still alive and not fucking up, you come in there and be with me. <laughs> if I'm still a free man. If you're still a free man, not dead and or fucked up some in some gutter because you're down, you're down 80,000 on the Jets game. <clears throat> You fucking degenerate, and 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 get your ass and be my fucking sidekick. Let's get you nine hundred again, bitch. Get you a buck seventy five for an Atlantic City gig. Keep you clean and get rich again. How about that? That sounds fantastic. You cut that deal in a minute. Artie got you nine hundred to come in. Just fucking get in here by five till six. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit of a stickler on being on time. Okay, you can do like eight or nine smoke breaks, whatever fuck you need. Just come in here. Let's make some good radio, buddy. Yeah, no, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. Would you would you uh, would you do radio again in that capacity? Sure I would. Sure I would. Absolutely. If uh I mean hell, I'm doing this, you know, I mean this is basically radio and uh Well, this is like sucking know. radio's dick. Like we're sucking radio's dick right now kind of. It's like dick sucking. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a little more liberating and we can really get into it, but it's quite it's just not quite as sexy yet. We're not we haven't hit the Adam Carolla fucking standard yet. <laughs> No, absolutely. I mean, uh, but but Rogan. I mean, some guys are fucking killing it. Yeah, Rogan's killing it. Absolutely, Rogan. Rogan. Well, Rogan's great at this. I've been on Rogan's show a couple of times, and he just. Uh, I saw he your Rogan show. I saw your Rogan show, and you guys. He, I think it, Rogan wanted to do you so bad that they went and got like these little studios in New York, and he because he was in New York, and I loved it. I loved that show. Yeah, thank you. It, it, it's fun to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, so the, listen, I don't mean to interrupt you, but when I get a big time fucking deal from Sirius XM, I'm using you as bait. Okay. You're going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chum them up with, I can get Artie in here clean. You think you can go back to Greenstein after all that stuff? And, and, I, and I would, I no, I've, a, I've written them about a hundred emails saying I was sorry. And I, not a one of them's fucking been answered. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope I, that he, let's not. hope he cashes out on the stock deal here soon. And we got a new person in there. Yeah, there you go. You see, you seem to be up on all this shit. Yeah, but you know what? The one thing that I don't do now is I don't have the strippers in here anymore, and we don't do, like, you know, sucking chocolate dicks. So, like, we don't do the stunts. I just, you know, pretty much just, you know, talk about what's happening, put my Bubba spin on shit. I just need a real kick-ass comedian here with a couple zingers every once in a while. I need you already. I always say I always say this, uh, the, the epitome of why you guys were the Westies and we were the Gambinos. The, the bit that uh, I remember you did was uh, when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was like, you know, like a metaphor. When the shit hits the fan, you're going to tell somebody that uh, his wife is cheating on him. Or at the worst, that's what you're going to do. But no, you actually took shit and threw it at a fan. Yeah, we went and got these big time... <laughs> Like shop fans from Harbor Freight, and then we build a hopper system that the shit would flow into the back, and we put our we put we put our guys in front of this like seven horsepower shop fucking deal that had seventy five thousand RPMs, and then we took cow shit. We, you, you can't you for some reason like human shit's bad, but animal shit's good. That's why they fertilize with it. So we took cow shit and dog shit and pig shit, and we made shit shit milkshakes. You know, because oh, you can't throw damn. and we threw it right in the back of the fucking fan and it was a fan that we were never gonna use again. And then, and then it just literally that. just fucking sprayed shit. I remember Greenstein we had to after that bit we had to call and get all bits approved by Greenstein. Oh, and oh, and, the, yeah. and the bits pretty much dried up uh for that one. 
Yeah, that's fun to do. You got you to call and get permission for something you want to do when you're that crazy. Uh, you remember, I we used to, remember we used to shop the puss? We'd take real dog collars that could take Dobermans down, and we put them right on girls' snatches and shock the shit out of them. <laughs> Oh yeah, shock! Yeah, you did that on our show. Yeah, that's how that that was my first appearance. I shocked that Akira's girl's pussy. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Shocking well, the puss. Remember, I remember you put some on the on the, uh, Richard and Sal's balls. Yeah, we shocked the balls there. What's Richard and Sal doing nowadays? Are they still there? They're there. I'm sure they're still there. Yeah, they're they're still there. Man, what an easy gig! I think you just remote in now over there. Yeah, it's, uh, Howard, uh, you know, uh, it makes sense that Howard would be really upset about the COVID stuff. But, um, yeah, I remember the, the greatest thing about that, when you when you shocked their balls, you said, all right, come into the shock coming down in one, three, two, one. Yeah, you give them a little notice, a little courtesy tap. You know, right, right before you come, you always give a girl a little courtesy tap, right? Shock, shock coming down in three, two, one. Now, Artie, Artie what, was shock, shocking your balls in three, two, one. Ah! Oh, and it hurts. So, Artie, what about your love life? Can you talk about that at all? Are you with a girl? What's your deal? I'm not with a girl. I'm not with anybody right now. No. Really? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm playing it close. What about like what's the average day? Like what's the average Artie Lang day? Uh, well, the most the most uh, interesting it gets is what you're seeing here. I do a podcast. I uh, I write a lot. Uh, I. Uh, you know, I'm 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 very calm. I'm leading a very calm life right now, which is something I had to do. I think you gotta uh, do it, Artie. You motherfucker, you got to. Yeah, because I, I I don't have my my problem is I don't have a medium or a slow. I just have a fast. Yeah, you're like you Talladega. Know? You're either like going in the pits, getting new tires, or you're wide to fuck open. Right. So you know, it's it's uh, I'd I'd say. Are you uh, in the Are you in the pits right now? Just getting getting an oil change. <laughs> Yeah, I'm paying. A, I'm paying an entire road crew to rotate my tires. No, no. How long? I mean, is there a certain amount of time you got to go before you can start like touring again or things like that? Well, I gotta. I gotta wait out this probation that I'm on uh, to travel extensively. You know, but I can do more localized gigs, which I was doing. But right now, I just do the podcast. Yeah, but don't do and, no more uh, local gigs. Wait for. Wait till you get off probation, and it can be the get off probation tour, and you fucking sell big rooms out, buddy. You see, you gotta, you gotta, you always had a mind for business too, Bobby. That's like, don't do a fucking chuckle hut this weekend in Conshohocken, fucking New Jersey. Go and stay on <laughs> probation, stay on probation for however fucking long it is, and then you come back big and you're selling out like 3,500, 5,000 seat venue, motherfuckers, because they have nobody yeah. seen you in a long time. Yeah, that's the move. That's the move. Well, I'm not saying I'm playing it directly like that, but uh, hey, can I know. can I be the t-shirt venue on the Artie Lang out of probation tour? I can sling some fucking shirts. <laughs> can I be the opening act? I bet you the opening act makes about fifteen hundred. I bet you. Uh, easy. When, easy. When you me. were when you were fucking rolling, what was the opening act making? When you were rolling, I I gave, and this was unheard of. I would give the opening act five thousand sometimes. Fuck yeah, you would. I can live. I yeah. fuck. I could live up two months on that down here. <laughs> <laughs> so I could be this. I'll be the second fiddle guy on the radio show. And but you the number one stand-up guy. So like on the, I'm the fucking host of the of the of the of the radio show. We'll use that just to fucking promote your shit, and then I'll be the opening act for you when we're going to fucking Detroit at the Fillmore. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And oh. that's a life right there. That's it would be like Artie. Listen, we got to be at Detroit. We got to. 
We got a Friday in Detroit and we got a Saturday in Grand Rapids. We're making you're making a buck fifty. You're gonna give me like, you know, ten and <laughs> and then and then we're good, okay, buddy? And I gotta keep I'll keep you clean. I'll get the whores. No cocaine, just whores. Whores that you yeah, can't that's... you can't test positive for whores, uh, Artie. Come on. I found that and you know what else is not in your blood? Gambling. They can't they can't find the gambling in your blood or your Yeah, but I'm not been I've never been a big gambler and you're a huge gambler. I know that's something else. You talk about going at a medium pace. Uh, that's probably that was probably my worst vice for a while was gambling. Yeah, like if I told you, hey Artie, let's let's bet five hundred on the Packer Ravens game. I got the fucking I got the Packers, and I'll give you the points. You you couldn't take that bet. Yeah, that that fucking gives you a boner right there. That kind of talk. I love talking like that. I love talking like that. No, but this is how you talk. Yeah, I'll take the fucking Raiders with a dime, with a nick on the backside, with fucking super parlay on the fucking triple nick-nick. That's what I need. Yeah, let's parlay into the afternoon game, and I got to press the night game because I'm back on the fucking parlay 500 double nickels. And then I got to go settle up with Salvatore on Tuesday, like like the bowling alley. Give me five dimes on the Redskins. And then I'll take the over on the fucking Packers and then give me the under on the Broncos and then let's tease that into a parlay with a double nick backside. <laughs> yeah, the teaser. That's <laughs> that, that that was my shit teasers, man. My I know shit that's teasers. your fucking shit. Can you lay off the <laughs> like Hardy, I need to be your handler. We need to go on the road and I can be your handler. I'll just have all oh, kinds yeah, the of guy, the guy who was on on trial for slitting <laughs> a wild boy's throat is my gambler. Is, is your handler. I'd be like, you know. Yeah, right. I'd get, you, I'd get your I'd get your money. I'd go settle up like Gene Simmons. I'd go fucking get your money and settle up like Gene Simmons. They would they wouldn't short us a dime, and I'd be like, okay, Artie, I'm giving you ten grand to go down to the conceito. That's all you're getting. You still you got a buck fifty here, and we got a buck. We got a hundred fifty thousand dollar check. But I'm gonna scratch out ten of it, and that's all you're getting. I'll give you the rest when we get to work on Monday, motherfucker. Okay? You can't, See, that's not that's not your job. Your job is for twenty minutes later when I come back needing more money. Yeah, and then you'd be like, no don't fucking forget who paid you five grand to open up, bitch. Give me another five thousand now. <laughs> I need ten G's to go on the back burner. What is your favorite? Uh, is 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 craps? Is is blackjack? When you're in the I like casino. craps. I like craps. Blackjack is fun, but uh, craps is where the, the action best, is, though, isn't the, it? Yeah, the best odds on any casino floor are craps. If you know how to play it. Yeah, if you know how to play it. Yeah, it's. it's uh, but here's here's, here's how Artie Lang plays it. Fucking number gets set at eight. Artie juices up the four, Artie juices up the five, Artie juices up the six, and then he fucking puts 25 or a nick on the on the hard six, and then he gives a, gives, give me 100 on the hard eight, because if I hit the point and it's a fucking hard deal, I get 36 to one on the back. Let me fucking put a two and a half odds on the backside. Fuck, Artie's got 10 grand on the table. Some stupid fuck throws a seven first roll out. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's great betting against the roller. I love betting against the roller. Oh, you like you like you like going against the guy. Yeah, the pass and don't pass lines. Uh the don't pass is against the roller. I love betting the don't pass line. You're such a negative fuck. Yeah, you get to be a real spoiler. It's great if Yeah, cuz you start if, fucking erupting as soon as he hits a seven. You're like, "Yeah, motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> and then you're officially that guy, aren't you? I'm that guy. I'm absolutely that guy when it comes to shit like that. You have, but you've uh, been that guy for a long time. God damn, Artie, it's so good to talk to you. I'm so, I'm so, really for real. I'm so happy to talk to you, buddy. God damn. Yeah, I'm. It's, it's nice talking to you too, Bubba. When can you come to uh, Florida and be with me? Well, uh, let's get that deal going. 
Well, let, let, let me get that deal going, but at least when you can fucking start touring again, you got to put Tampa. Tampa's a big... T- is it, remember, fucking, oh, you, yeah. you killed it in Tampa when you do gigs down here. Yeah, Tampa was always a really good... Uh, that in uh, Clearwater, Florida. Yeah, that's where that Ruth Eckert Hall is, that real fancy place. Yeah, I remember you came with Hogan to see me do stand-up Yeah, imagine there. that. Then he fucked my wife in the car on the way home. <laughs> yeah, Hogan had a girl, though. He had a, he had a, the, the, the story's so complicated. He ended up being his, it ended up being his wife. That ended up being who yeah. he married, Jennifer, and she looks just like Brooke. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're yeah. right, she does. The fucking anyway. stories I could tell. My uh, lord. Listen, brother. Thanks for doing this. Hey, listen, motherfucker. One... If I if I try to get a hold of you just to say hi, realize I don't want nothing. Two, I genuinely love and care for you. And three, for real, if I would ever be able to negotiate something with Sirius XM, my first call as my second guy would be you. And I'm gonna hold you to it, motherfucker. Especially, especially right. if I can get you, you know, nine hundred. You know, nine hundred. That's good bread, buddy. <laughs> That's not bad at all. And uh, I'll, you know, I'll encourage your vices. I'll be like, Artie, let's talk about the fucking game. How much are you putting on the Redskins? Or you, I guess you can't say the Redskins now. <laughs> How much are you putting on the Washington team? <laughs> yeah, you can't say Redskins. I mean, you're gambling like you're crazy, and you can't say Redskins. Yeah, that's no. the thing you would. Oh, what's that's your opinion you on Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer going to get fired? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think so. I think that guy from Clemson sucks. Don't you think? Yeah, it's it, it, it's a complicated situation there. Yeah, it is. How about the it's Yankees? How the Yankees going to be? They get their they get their ass kicked by low budget Rays every year. We got like a thirty eight million. We we what we pay our entire team what the what the Yankees pay their fucking pitcher, and we can beat you guys. Yeah, yeah no, the Yanks are uh, a complicated situation these days. But uh, they're always going to be there as far as postseason is concerned. They just got to win in the postseason. Well, they got so much money, you know. Yeah. They got so much money. Well, yeah, listen. Aaron Judge just got married, I think. Oh, he did? Yeah, which which I think hurts the team. I'd, I'd rather have I'd rather have a Derek Jeter guy, a guy fucking everything that walks and uh, keep him happy. Yeah, I think a guy that gets married kind of loses, you know, a half a step in, in his tenacity at the end of the day. You know, you're if when you're out there searching for pussy like a like a caveman, it makes you more hungry in sport, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? I think that's the way to go, like Mickey Mantle and stuff like that. Yeah, Mickey Mantle. And wasn't he fucking was... Marilyn Monroe back in the day? Joe DiMaggio oh, was. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, Mickey Mantle, yeah, Joe he DiMaggio. Married her. He married Marilyn Monroe. Who you think had a bigger cock, Joe DiMaggio or Mickey Mantle? Probably DiMaggio. I think he has Sicilian blood in him. Sicilian's got big. Like Fabrizi. Remember my boys, Fabrizi? Fabrizi. <laughs> I, I love the name. It's Fabrizi. Manson. And Fabrizi's straight from Rochester, New York. I know I'm not saying it right. Like if you're a native, you're supposed to say like Rochester. But uh, Fabrizi's from Rochester. I think his dad like ran the fucking trash racket back in the day or something like that. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> something. I think Fabrizi's dad used to get on a plane every Tuesday and take like 500000 in cash out to Vegas, was washing it for the boys. I think maybe I shouldn't no have kidding. said that. I shouldn't have maybe said that. Yeah. So, I don't stuff- think there might be statute limitations on the mob killing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll tell they'll, they'll take that advantage anytime they can. Uh listen, man, thanks so much and uh keep up the good work, brother. Hey, hey you as well, and really uh good luck to you, bud. And any idea when you're gonna I mean when you start touring again, please let me promote whatever I can or help you in any way. I just I fucking absolutely adore you. I always have. And uh, let's please keep in touch. And you know what? More importantly, 
Thank you for having me on your podcast. You're killing it. Your fucking podcast is killing it. And Tim Sabian helped me get a hold of you and everything. So, Artie, thank you for, for giving me this chance to, to talk to you, bud. Yeah, I'll make sure you got my number at home, too. Uh, I'll make sure of that. And, uh, yeah, myself. get like Antonio or Salvatore to get a hold of Mickey, to get a hold of Rhonda, to get a hold of Sophia, <laughs> to get it to me. Because that's how I had to fucking get a hold of you. I talked to a guy named Mike Gilfie, talked to Sonya, talked to fucking little, little Jimmy. Fucking two shows, Joey. I mean, there was just a bunch of fucking paisanos I had to talk to. They had to go ask a guy to go see a guy down to bowling alley. Fucking get a hold of you. Two shows, two shows, Joey. I two, like that. Two shows, Joey. Hey, Artie Lang. I fucking absolutely am pulling for you, buddy. I love the shit out of you, bud. Thanks, and you too. You right. too. Good talking to you, Artie. Bye, buddy. All right, Bubba. The great Bubba, the love sponge. Bye, no Artie. No one like that motherfucker. No, take it. Take care, bro. All right, buddy. That's uh that's a good man right there. Bubba the love sponge. <laughs>